Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Notes McGoats podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steve. And guys, we have a fun episode today. Uh, this one was kind of a fun like Wednesday. No. Fun, fun like clean. Fun like clean and fun like this was a band that I listened to when I was a teenager. At youth group. At youth group. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna kind of jump right into it, guys. Steve, what are we talking about today, man? We are pulling up the uh, 2007 release of Reliant K's Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Rain, Dear. I gave that a lot. I gave that a lot more. Yes. I gave that a lot more sultriness than it really needs. Than the band would probably prefer me to have on there. They want to keep this really G level, guys. Um, And they did keep it very G level. Uh, Reliant K, if you guys are unaware of this band, they are an American alternative rock, Christian rock, pop punk band from good old Canton, Ohio. Ooh, home of the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah. Active since 1998. They've been around for quite a long time. Coming up on 24 years. Uh, and they're still active now. Um, nine studio albums and dos, two Christmas albums. So 11 albums altogether. Yeah. Sold how many total albums, Brandon? Five hundred thousand. No, 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 no. You know. undersold, but okay. two mil. Okay, dude, we've talked about this before. With good old uh, that that should have been gospel band, Big Daddy Weave. Oh yeah, Christian people buy stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's a very lucrative market. Mm-hmm. And. You know they got to get played places, and it's a Christian artist doing a, doing a Christmas album. Surprise! Surprise! No, not really. Uh, it's kind of the real house. This is they have been nominated for one Grammy. They didn't win. Yeah. Um, three albums have been top fifteen on Billboard. I'm guessing at least one of these Brandon owned, maybe two of them. Uh, I, I owned own one of them. them. Uh, mm-hmm. I own that was one. was number 15 five score and seven years ago was number six on billboard. Ooh, I didn't have that one. Uh, forget it. Forget and not slow down was number 15 as well. Mm-hmm. So those, those three were in the top 15 on billboards, top 200. So, I mean, you got nine albums and three of the nine, not in counting their Christmas albums. So three of the nine did pretty well sales. Yeah. Um, this album, let it snow, baby. Let it rain, dear. Released October twenty third, two thousand seven. Um, Seventeen tracks, forty eight minutes long. Lots of tracks, but not very long, right? Comparatively, it's a pop punk album. It's fast. Sure. Um, peaked at number ninety six on Billboard, the Billboard Top two hundred. I didn't get the holiday listing, but I'm guessing it probably did pretty well there. Yeah, I would assume so. And it did pretty well in the Christian tracks as well. 
again, they buy stuff. Um, 10 tracks, though, were previously released on Deck the Hall and Bruise Your Hand, the band's first Christmas release. Okay. They try to have a lot of fun with, with uh, yeah. titles, guys. Um, very sarcastic, tongue-in-cheek kind of moments here. Well, that um, was one of their albums. Yeah. The Anatomy yeah. of a Tongue-in-Cheek. I know. But they, they do that very well. But that's that's kind of it. I mean, it's a they're a Christian band that's kind of dabbled in a little bit of secular, a little non-secular, mm-hmm. uh, going back and forth a little here and there. Pretty popular, but not popular in the Grammy billboard type of avenue. They're more of a small market, um, pop punk, you know, small stage. You're going to get kind of the the middle venues they're not going to go to like your huge stadium shows right you're going to get the you know 10 to 15,000 rooms where they can probably do there but you're not getting like 70 80,000 right. you know elevation worship you know hill song type stuff it's not happening right that's not who they are right so going into our spiel brandon we already talked about you know you listen to these guys in high school i did a little too um, I had some friends, a couple of ex-girlfriends that liked them a lot. Um, they kind of fit in my my normal like pop punk scheme. They were just on the better side of things, like better in like lyrical content. Mm-hmm. Um, not better in musical content, I don't think. They were on path with a lot of stuff, but kind of there. Uh, my favorite track was Angels on Heard, Heard on High. Angels We've Heard on High. Okay. Again, pop punk hymns, guys. Please, 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 please. Can we make this a thing in modern church? We are in the year 2021 of our Lord. Yeah. He wants us to rock the fuck out in church. <laughs> but not say I the talked F word. to him. What? Said, but not say the F word. No, he's probably okay with that. In context, he's okay with that. Okay. We asked, though, for more high, you know, energy songs like bad religion a couple weeks ago um these guys turn that dial to 11 and kick out the jam on a hymn Mm -hmm. the only reason that these hymns didn't rock this hard before is because the guys that wrote these didn't have electric guitars it's true for one if they did or you had this they may have claimed that you were possessed and burns you at the stake. Yep. It's possible. The song was written in 1862. Long time ago. Um, by the way, Electric Guitars came out in 1932. I did some research. Nice. Look at you. Yeah. So there's a 70-year difference mm-hmm. that if we'd had an electric guitar, you'd had some rocking hymns mm-hmm. getting out there slaying. Yeah. But alas. And they use the word alas quite frequently in these hymns. We did not have that. So I'm telling you, worship leaders, people of musical interest that have pull in churches, just do it. Follow your Shia LaBeouf and just do it already. There you go. I lost it at Shia LaBeouf. You did. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. All right, Brandon. So pop punk hymn, I was very happy with Angels Heart and High. Yeah. What about you, bud? What was your favorite? Dude, I picked the 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, their take on this track and they, um, yeah, their take on it was just amazing. They made it yeah. their own. 
definitely not that same boring, annoying, and repetitive song that we all know and love. Uh, they do their own little punk rock version of it. And it was just, it was really good. I like that one. It was fun. So uh, going into least favorites, just diving right in. Guys, my least favorite was I Hate Christmas Parties. Um, up to this point in the album, it was super upbeat, very playful, very lighthearted. Yes. All of a sudden, in the span of one track, this track, it got super serious. And I was just not a fan of that sudden shift. It shifted 180 like nobody's business, and I was not ready for it. Nope. Give me a track in between that kind of led me there mm-hmm. and then bring me back out of it. But it went like uppy, 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 super serious, uppy, uppy. And it was Drop the like, bomb. It's like freaking bipolar. I don't know. But you could have ended with it. I think it would have been better. It still would have <laughs> yeah. been rough. But you either you start with it or you end with it. Like you sure. don't put it in the midst of all your like happy go luckies. Right. Absolutely. So that one for me was my least favorite. What about you? I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Personally, I probably am getting nothing. I'm going to say nothing because yeah. I'm an adult. Right. As of all these dudes are as well. Yeah. Personally, I probably am getting nothing for Christmas. I don't really care. It's not um, about it's not about the presents. No. I'll I'll get a grill eventually when I want one, but eh. I oh, like presents though. Yeah, I like presents. My wife does give me fun stuff, but I don't really care as much as I've I've gotten older, and it just doesn't appeal to me as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I like seeing my kids unwrap stuff, but I even I don't like buying them stuff either, like presents wise, because we just have more crap in our house. Right. I do have littles in the house now though, so it's it's fun seeing the littles open stuff. Oh, absolutely. The, the big ones just don't care, and they want the expensive stuff anyway, and. Well, I'm not buying that no. personally. Um, literally, guys, on my review for I'm getting nothing, and I'm going to say nothing again. It pisses me off. Nothing for Christmas is, well, you tried. Uh, yeah. The song yeah. is terrible on multiple fronts. First of all, the concept of getting nothing for Christmas because you because someone snitched on you is unfortunate. Yeah, you're getting nothing for Christmas because somebody told on you because you're a terrible fucking human. Also, bad people get shit on Christmas every year. Yeah, every year, every year. The squeaky cartoon voice towards the end of this as well, when they tried to get cute with it, Mm -hmm. was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And just like. You're really, really trying to make this something that it's not, guys. Like, maybe you realize that you shit the bed completely on this one, and you're like, hey, we'll bring in Squeaky the Squirrel over here to fucking pick this up. Or right. the bass player actually singing. That's how he sounds like. I, was I don't know whether that's, but it didn't, it wasn't good. No. The only redeeming factor on this is near the end, they do a gang vocals together with the entire band. Yeah. Um, that was good. That was okay. I'll, I'll, I appreciated the, the gang vocals. And they do that in a couple other tracks too, where that works. Mm-hmm. But let's, 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 uh, as, as a culture, let's stop teaching our kids that because they're terrible, they don't deserve anything. Mm-hmm. And people like your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, because they're terrible people, they don't deserve anything. Can we like not do that anymore? I think in the world we live in now, we understand that mental health is such a big thing. And that people already feel completely like dog shit 95% of the time 
because they do think that they're terrible people and they don't deserve anything. Right. Can we go back to what I talked about on Wednesday where we just put a smile on somebody's face by buying them a coffee or doing something nice instead of telling them they're terrible and they're not getting anything? Yeah. Because that's a real world concept for a lot of people that you guys do or don't know. They don't get anything for Christmas because they can't afford it or they can't provide it. And they feel like dog shit because of it. So I get what you're trying to do and you're trying to be fun and happy. Go lucky. But seriously, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I was mad listening to that track. Mm-hmm. So what, what were you going with boss? I was just going, I was just piggybacking off of, off of what you were saying. And one thing that we try to do too. And I just, you know, you hear about some people who, what does Santa bring to your house too? You know, yeah, that, some, that gets on my nerves too. Some people, Santa brings the big expensive thing or everything. So, or sometimes Santa brings everything. Or sometimes Santa brings a small little one thing to a family. And then all of a sudden, kids go back to school and talk about what they've got. Oh, Santa got me this, 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 and this. Oh, well, Santa got me Socks. this. Right. So for me, you know, we try to do like one reasonable gift per kid from Santa. Sorry, guys. Just going to cat out of the bag on that one. But um, I thought you were just helping out, man. I know that's true. I do help out. Um, so, you know, people's or, after, after I just got done talking, people's kids stop. People's kids turn this one off for good. Yeah, or the muse, or the, or you just get something that's useful, like Santa brings the socks and underwear. Pajamas. You know I mean? Ours pajamas. is pajamas usually, like the yeah. end of the, the Christmas Eve, maybe pajamas are so. We do that a little differently. Santa brings stuff with Jack. Jack is our elf. We have an oh, elf okay. in the house, and Jack Jack is our elf. Uh, he's living in my sock drawer uh, 90% of the year. He comes out. He's coming out pretty soon here. Actually, nice. he's already out by now. But right. um, it, when Jack, Jack comes and he brings stuff from Santa, he brings, like, um, gingerbread house kits, or he brings stuff in the midst of – the leading up to the holiday season, Jack brings stuff from Santa as gifts. Nice. Santa don't bring shit on Christmas Day. Okay. It ain't Santa. It's mom and dad. And we don't yeah. even write we don't even write they're from mom and dad on our on our stuff. Okay. Um because of my kids and their their trauma when it comes along to holidays in the first place. Sure. We just put their names on it and just, you know, we let them kind of they know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Our littles will think it's Santa. I mean, we don't correct them. We just know like it's Eventually, yeah. they're going to figure out it's mom and dad because we just don't do it. Right. For sure. Or we might or Jack. We Actually, last year, I think we for Nate, we said that Jack brought him a couple of things, and it was like a shovel. Jack nice. brought you a shovel to get outside and shovel. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. That's funny. All right, Steve. So let's get out of the depressing and uh, oh. go into the word association name game. Yeah, man. Wang, let's play All right, Steve. So per usual, I've got two out of 17 out of 17. I know it. I know it. All right. Here's the first one. The coffee cup knows Jesus. I don't even know what this one is yet. I'm already. That's that's a great one. 
A coffee cup? No, Jesus. Handles Messiah? It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's a little blasphemous. I like it. Yeah, it is. Just a little bit. All right, next one. Jake Paul's favorite. Oh, Boxing Day. Yeah. Yeah. We should get that guy on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't think we can handle that. I don't no, think we can handle that guy. Could. No. Uh, speaking Jake. of things, Yeah, I don't even know. Oh, man. So, that guys, that was the word association name game. Steve, let's get into our deep cuts. Yeah, I'll go, uh, man. Go for it, man. Good old Jake Paul. Let's go, baby. Boxing Day. Oh, you went with Boxing Day. Okay. This song in concept, as I brought up Boxing Day on a previous podcast, just cements that we finally got something right in the USA. Mm-hmm. Christmas is a thousand percent better than Boxing Day. This song was depressing, but only because Christmas is over. Mm-hmm. And now you got to get rid of a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. In America, again, I did say America. Yep. We just get more stuff. Then we get storage units to put the stuff that we don't have right now in so we can get more stuff in a bigger storage unit for more stuff. Yep. Now that I think of it, Brandon. We should probably uh, look into this whole Boxing Day thing. Yeah, this is the second time this 12 pods that it came up. I'm going to need to do some research, report back to the class next week. How do we celebrate this? Boxing Day was my least favorite, or my deep cut, not my least favorite. Man, yeah. that was I, I liked that one. Ish. Yeah. All right, so my um, deep cut. Yeah, go ahead. We're just going to do it. I went uh, with Old Lang Syne. Uh, the harmonies on this one were really good. Um, in fact, my notes say that they were spectacular. And uh, then when a couple of the guys from the band come on and wish the listener a happy holiday season, guys, it just warms your heart. It's like when Bill hung last year. Remember that, Steve? The inspirational stuff. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Made me, it made the... me want to seize the day. Exactly. So, and Christmas is the time of year. When I kind of reflect, I take that time to reflect over the last 12 months, the good and the bad that came with the year and hearing this song as it always, it does make me kind of tear up a little bit in a sense because it's, it's played on New Year's Eve, you know, just because there's new adventure, new adventure coming at us when we wake up the next day, you know? Yeah, I don't see it as a Christmas song personally, but it's a holiday song. So it is a holiday song for sure. Um, so that one for me was was my deep cut, Steve. I'll just go right into my final. Uh, for me, I did really like this album, and it fits the bill for who Reliant Kate is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really does. The whole album really kind of brings you through the entire holiday holiday season. You know, it's not just Christmas. It kind of brings you from the beginning of it through all the way to Old Lang Syne toward the end when that's the end of it. You know, yeah, it's like it's a good it's a good bunny trail, like a path all the way through the month or through yeah. the season. Yeah. So I like the production of it. And this yeah, and this album, like I said, was very reliant K and the vibe that they had going on. So for me, I did give this one an eight out of ten. That's for me. And I know that's not yours, but that's okay. This one is also this band is also very nostalgic for me, Steve. So all right, you round us out, man. Final thoughts, rating. What do you got? The album's not bad. I want to go Muppets. Well, it's not half good either. 
they tried to reinvent some classic songs in their own way. And I get it. Yeah. I get their style. I've listened to their songs before. I like their other stuff. Um, mm-hmm is a very, very good album. Um, it is a very good album. Some of these songs they reinvented worked. Others did not. It's also maybe me looking at things from a different lens view as well. Coming from this, this album was, was recorded in 2007 what we know of people especially their mental health in the last two years and how these things can be portrayed especially from someone who may not be a christian but hearing a christian band sing some of these songs Mm -hmm. can i know they try to be fun they're having a good time with them can be a little bit cringy Mm -hmm. um it is a clean family-friendly album that can be put on in the background as well i wish they wouldn't have changed lyrics though in some of these songs they reinvented yeah only for the reason is that you're already speeding up the tempo you're already adding brand new musically music components to each of these things you're adding either either you're adding different instruments more instruments uh different harmonies um anything and everything that you're adding to the song to make it your own. Mm-hmm. I feel like the way these songs are written, you stick to how they're written. You stick to the lyrics and then you can play with the delivery and the structure of the music a little mm-hmm. bit better because that's where you make it your own. You don't completely take a song and then start changing words that was written 200 years ago it just no you don't do it it's kind of a it's kind of a music faux pas and it's kind of a kick in the balls to you know the rest of everybody else who just records it as is but then makes it their own by changing up how it's done but they still stay true to the actual writers of that song and that's where i that's where this one lost me um it's too much to change lyrics and like, I feel like it's really a disservice to everyone else who came before you thinking that now you're the cool guys in the room. Like I'm the cool mom. I can do this. No, you're not. It wasn't. So for me, it just, this one hit low and also the fact that they had 17 tracks in this album and they re fucking cycled 10 of them from a previous Christmas album. Yeah, that's true lazy money grab christian band let's go with another stereotype guys keep going it was the stereotypical stereotypical christian album that doesn't do any of us any favors i'm just saying okay. yeah so i can see that three three okay out of ten because of the seven tracks that weren't reinvented three of them were good it's All like right. turning in homework from the previous year and you change the last fucking paragraph Right, exactly. So for sure, no, three. No, that that no, that's yeah. I I completely see all of what you're saying, and that makes sense. So, guys, that is uh, how we end the week. Steve and I on opposite sides of the spectrum. It works. It is what it is, man. That's how this thing goes, and that's uh, that's what I love. That's about how our podcast team. goes. It really is. No, and I love this podcast. So, and I love that we have the opportunity to go both ways, and it is what it is. So. But guys, again, I, I will bring this around for all of us here. Um, we are into our third week of the 
uh, 12 pods of Christmas. This is number eight. So we got four more to go, boy. Four more to go, boys and girls here. We are getting to the very end. I think next week we are doing all four. Um, yeah. So it's a long week, guys. It's coming, though. This is always a marathon for us. Mm-hmm. But it is fun. It is. It does bring joy. It does bring laughter. It does bring everything you want the holidays to bring mm-hmm. as well as some realness here as Brandon's mentioned before. And I mentioned as well, if you guys are struggling during these times, you need help. You need to talk to somebody. You just need to shoot the shit for 10, 15 minutes, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, probably not Twitter. We don't check that very often, but Instagram and Facebook for sure. Email us. We'll chat with you. I mean, we're willing to hang out. Um, this time of the year, we're a little bit less busy, because we've recorded these full in advance. So we've got a little bit of time and we'll, we'll make some time for you. Um, but to end the week off here, come back for next week. It's going to be the end of the marathon. And I, I can't wait to show it, to see everything we've got coming guys, but that has been week three of the 12 pods of Christmas. We will see you guys on Monday. Notes, goats. Notes, goats. Notes, Before we get that, though, where the fuck did the good King Wenceslas they think? Where'd that come from? Good King Wenceslas? Is that a hymn? What good King Wenceslas? Yeah. That's an old, 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 old hymn. Old, old. Oh, yeah. Okay. Old, 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 old. Okay. I didn't look it up. I was just like, what the fuck? Where'd this come from? Oh, okay. Yeah, now that's, I've that's, heard the. Okay. That's what that's from? Wenceslas went down up the gates of something oh okay i mean i've heard the the music yeah that's that's what that is okay yeah that makes more sense now i didn't pick it up i didn't pick that up when i listened to the song i listened to them do it yeah okay that makes more sense okay now i got it we're good now